I didn't like my job, but I knew bills had to get paid. You know, Steve Harvey and people like that would say, just, or Will Smith, jump. just jump. Yeah. Just jump. <laughs> your, your wings will come, yeah. bro. I had the wings now, but before they were developing. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. you can't jump if your wings are not developed yet. And, and if there's no um, shame in working. Pause, Hold on. Say that again. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Conversation with Muse. Today, I have a really special guest for you guys. Super funny, super talented. Um, one third of Three Shots of Tequila podcast, Marvin Abbey. Welcome, Marvin, to the show. Hi, Marvin. What's happening? What's happening? Thanks for having me. Thanks for being a part of this. Um, so we generally like to start off uh, each show with a this or that. It's an icebreaker. I'm going to ask you a few questions, and then mm -hmm. uh, you'll tell me which you prefer out of this I've got to give a reason, or is, this, is it just like a fire, as in like... Yeah, like a, like a rapid fire. You don't have to give me a reason. It's just a rapid fire. Okay, cool, cool. All right. And so we'll start with white or brown liquor. Ooh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> white brown? <laughs> that doesn't exist. Okay. Jordans or Yeezys? Oh, this is some hard... <laughs> it's Jordans. It's got Jordans, Jordans, Jordans. Because Jordans, okay. Jordans got too many models. Okay. A chill night at home or Raven? Raven. Morning person or night person? Night. Movies or books? Uh, movies. Basketball or football? Soccer to you? Oh, that's a no-brainer, man. You know, where I'm from? you know where I'm from, right? I know. I'm, I'm from London. <laughs> And the funny thing is, um, your team is what, Arsenal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. we don't want to talk about that right now. All right. Twitter or... Hold on, what are you trying to say? I knew... I knew uh, what? <laughs> is, is this how we started? All right, cool, cool, cool. All right. Um, Twitter or IG? IG. Cardio or strength training? Um, strength training. Tea or coffee? Tea. I hate coffee. Okay. And then the last one, summer or winter? Ah, uh, summer, because obviously if you're working in the gym and that you can show off your gains, oh and obviously women look women look good in summer. But winter, if you got good winter drip, it's a yeah. No, you're right. I initially, a nice jacket, and do you know what I'm saying. I thought you were going to say summer because a lot of people in London just like I hate the cold. So that's funny. You're because you're talking about the drip. So that's cool. So tell our audience a little bit about who you are and what you do. Um, you know, whenever I'm asked this question, yeah, it just, it just feels weird because it's kind of like, you know, like you're selling yourself. It just feels like a dating app. <laughs> you know All right, so saying? let me, let me do the acting for you. What do you do for a living? Um, so fortunately for me, I have a podcast, um, which is called, as you said, Free Shops Tequila. Um, it's free black guys that live in London. And they just tell the experiences about life in general, how they've grown up, um, how they see the world, um, social media, girls, guys, dating, whatever. It's just from our perspective in terms of just being London guys, how we see Americans, how we think yeah. they see us, <laughs> um, our experiences when we have been to America, because I've been in New York, mm -hmm. um, uh, Texas, um, all over the place to be fair so it's kind of like we kind of bring back stories and 
stuff like that. So, yeah. You guys' American take is always weird, but we're not going to get into that right now. <laughs> How did you guys go about starting a podcast? Um, I mean, well, with the podcast space, it was, the story is very, it's, it's a weird story because we started before social media, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. as three separate people. So I didn't, re- I didn't realize I was building a platform for myself a long time ago. It was just more about, for example, being on Twitter and having a community with your friends where you just joke around, tweeting each other, uh, making up hashtags about each other. Yeah, yeah. And it grew from there to kind of Instagram. I remember the first time I bought it, I mean, downloaded Instagram. I was putting, taking photos of trains. And that's what you put, that was your content. Yeah, because yeah. it was, remember, it was a photo app. Yes, yes. So I took pictures on trains. Um, like, I thought I was a photographer. So I used to take <laughs> pictures and shit, put a filter on, a 1979 filter. <laughs> and that was it. But then it kind of, everyone started to go onto Instagram and then put pictures up and it started to change. Mm-hmm. So with that, I changed, if that makes sense. Yeah. You kind of adapted to... Yeah, I adapted. So that there wasn't a plan that was like, you know what, I'm going to do this because I want to do a podcast mm-hmm. years later. Yeah. And I've done radio as well in... Um, in London, that was quite successful. But then my friend that I'd done radio with moved to Birmingham to open a bar. So that had to stop. So then at that point in time, I was like, what can I do now? And then the other two members, one wanted to do a YouTube, and then that was Taser, and then Keith's sister used to listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And Keith used to listen to podcasts. So Keith was like, why don't we do a podcast? Um, and because Taser, and me and Keith already had done radio before. We were like, let's, it'll be good for Taylor to get on board because he's not similar to us. Like, yeah. it's a different audience, if that makes sense. Yeah. So that's when we just came together and then done the podcast. And then we released it on a Friday with no promo. And then we got like, I don't know, like 9,000 listens or something in the first 24 hours. Oh, that's lit. And that's when we knew we were onto something. And then it just started to grow from there. That's crazy. So um, it really necessarily wasn't podcasting which you wanted to get into. Like you said, you did radio. What do you did? You have any kind of um, idea that I want to be in broadcasting or I wanted to be in media or that wasn't something that was on top of mind when you decided to jump into the podcast. You know, gr- growing up, like you watch programs like um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, for example, and you see Will Smith as a character, and like you see he he seemed to have got the girls because of the personality and do you know what I mean? Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, I used to say about the girl, Zach Morris as well. Like, so I used to look at people like, certain people are rated. I'll be like, okay, cool. I want to be like him when I grow up kind of thing. But I used to play a lot of football in, in London as well. So, um, yeah, I think that that kind of that kind of helped growing up that I wanted to be something. And my mum used to always say, oh, you're funny. People always like, oh, you're funny. Mm-hmm. But it's like, how do you... Translate funny. How do you translate funny into money or career or something? And I I didn't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. So I used to work a nine to five, but do stuff on the side. And I think the key thing was I knocked on so many doors. Mm-hmm. So I kept on knocking, like as in I tried, um, uh, I was on Twitter doing something there. Then we'd done like a web series as well with some of my friends. Okay. We've done that. Um, then I'd done radio. Then I'd done the podcast. So I, I kept doing stuff. I do events as well. Yeah. So there's so many things that I've done and it's kind of with life. It's like one, like one of, one of these has got to work. That's a like, click, yeah. <laughs> it, it's got a click, in it? It's got a click and then that's what it was really. 
That's crazy. So I do want to get into some of your event stuff a little bit later and like even the funny side of who you are, right? Because you do have a page for that. So I want to tap into that in a little bit. Um, but with Three Shots, it has grown from just like the Mandem uh, group chat, right? To now we're seeing that you guys are inviting more female guests on. What was yeah. the shift and the reasoning behind that shift um, in opening it up to a different, basically a different audience? Yeah, I mean, I think originally it was the guys group chat as in like, and so many girls loved that because they were like, do you know what? Because a long time ago with podcasts, a lot of men said what women wanted to hear, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think a lot, of, a lot of women know when they when they, when they listen to guys talk, although they might be like, yes, yes, he's talking the <laughs> truth. In, them, in the back of your mind, you know, this ain't the real truth. Do you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. women appreciated our um, unfiltered um, take, as in we were just on the vibe of, nah, this is what it is, nah. And then it's kind of like... Kevin Samuels type of-ish, that's really what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not like Kevin Samuels, though. Yeah, definitely like, don't, don't get them coming from you. No, 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 definitely not. They're not like that. <laughs> the women hate Kevin Samuels, but it's mad. Like, I posted something of Kevin Samuels the other day, and I just... Women were just going mad. I'm like, wow, like, the way they, they dislike this guy, or some of them, is crazy. But it's like, they will say stuff like, he makes sense, but I just don't like his delivery. But mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, but it's a problem, the message or the messenger. The message should be more important than the messenger, no? But anyway, yeah, but that's that another message, story. Yeah, that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> a whole different conversation, and I'm, I'm not ready for that right now. So, um, yeah, so we used to have that, and women used to really appreciate it. They said it was like being a fly on the wall or like listening to a men's locker room, kind of, mm-hmm. because they were getting a lot of insight into men that they hadn't maybe been savvy to before. Um, but in regards to the women, because we were doing it for so long, maybe like, I think it was like three years, three and a half years, we thought it might be good to have women in the studio because sometimes that conversation can be had in real time. Yeah. As opposed to us saying, why do women do X, Y, Z and no woman be in the studio to say why in they do it? their point of view. Okay. Yeah, their yeah. point of view. Do you know what I'm saying? So we could see whether they agree with us, disagree. And also, it was, it was just, to, just to freshen up the podcast a bit, I think, as well. Which I think is, um, it was a good move. I saw that and I was like, oh, this is great. Because I listen to the pod um, as much as I can. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, it's a shift. And I love that dynamic because, like you said, you guys have been going for three years. You guys have a great following. You guys do your live shows. And, you know, um, it's a lot of success. So, again, congratulations to everything that you're doing because it's, like, coming from where it started to where it is now, it's yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so when I it was, saw that, it was, I was actually, like, it was actually five years the other day, five years yesterday, five or two years. days ago. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel, yeah. well, you know what? Pandemic year kind of screwed me. So yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not even, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not even a year. Um, going back to what you mentioned about like, you know, something had to click five years into the podcast. Was there any point where you guys just thought, or for you, where you thought, I just can't be bothered anymore or it was so hard to keep going that you just had to get over that hurdle. Was there any moment where you felt like it wasn't going to like continue or it's always just been, because I know a lot of people, we talk about consistency, right? And we talk about how consistent you have to be for something to be successful. And especially with three people um, on a show, it's, is everyone always available? Is everyone, does everyone commit the same amount of, um, energy that it takes for it to be successful or was there a point where you felt like damn you know someone's lagging so maybe we may have to go a different direction or that never came up um i feel like with the pod we first of all when we started it 
it was every two weeks. Um, so for, I think for the first month or two, it was every Friday for two weeks. I mean, every second Friday, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, and then people were just like, nah, nah. Because we were like one of the first people to actually use a hashtag for our thing. So it was like three shots tequila, the hashtag. Mm. So every Friday, the hashtag used to go mad, like hundreds of um, hashtags of three shots of tequila. Then we'd get people saying, nah, I can't wait two weeks because they'll listen to the pod and they'll be like, we have to wait two weeks for this. So then we change it to once every week. But then at that point in time, I was still working full time. So I was doing like 50 hours a week at work. And, and then having to, as soon as I finish work, yeah, yeah. And then as soon as I finish work on a Monday, um, cause I used to do shift patterns. So on a Monday, I used to work early. So I'll start 8 a.m. and finish up five or six. Then we I had to drive like an hour to the studio. Then we would record for like one or two hours, maybe actually two or three hours. Then by the time I finish, I've got to drive another hour home and then I've got work the next morning. So that's why you've heard in the pod with me talking about them not saying that Marv used to fall asleep in the car outside yeah. the studio or fall asleep because there were times when I was literally knackered. Mm-hmm. But you know what knackered means, right? Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> no, because I don't, I don't, I don't well, know. For the audience, it's just like tired or... Oh, okay, cool. Because I, I might bust it. I might, the lingo might be a bit... <laughs> So for me, the lingo is fine, right? Because you know me, I'm in London and everything. But then for the audience, it's, I'll translate for you guys. He means like tired. And you'll be doing the accent. Oh, you're knackered. You're knackered. (laughs) So it's like, you're accent. Anyway, um, yes, I used to be tired a lot of the time. Um, But then it got to a point where I think we done it because we loved it. That was the main thing. It wasn't, obviously, we believed there would be monetary gain somewhere yeah but we done it because we love doing it so there were there, there's been loads of times just in the pod that, I, that we don't want to come in mm. like i'm like oh, another monday i'm tired or i've got stuff to do or i want to go on holiday then we've got to record two or three episodes because someone's going on holiday or there's so many variables to it but yeah. the, the goal is always we've never missed an episode an episode has never not come out in on five a Friday. years you guys have in never missed years, an episode never missed an episode. that's we've consistency never, yeah we've never said sorry guys um because of circumstances nah it might, it might episode might have come out later than it's supposed to on a friday yeah. but generally speaking we've never missed a friday so that's... i feel like our our aim and our um our focus has always been on the prize which is making sure the podcast comes out and the people get what they want amazing i do want to double back on something that you mentioned where you were working and doing the podcast and just having being super tired and all that stuff speak to us about for it's like someone that's listening speak to us about um the commitment it takes to do both the thing that you love because like you said you guys love it that's why it's still going and it's successful and i think that's a gem where If you love something, just keep at it. And at some point it will pay off. So loving the podcast and then still having to make money. You have a nine to five job. Um, And then kind of shift the conversation into when did you know that you needed to leave your nine to five job? Um, So for me, with a nine to five, I I always knew it weren't really for me. But you know, it's a a very cliche line. Mm -hmm. A lot of people say, ah, nine to five, this ain't me. But some people need to realize that Although a nine to five isn't you, that might be just because you might be in the wrong job, the, the wrong career, mm-hmm. or sometimes the, the human body we're, we we're, we're wired to be lazy, and sometimes Ooh. hard work is not the first thing on the agenda for some people. It's, it's like the elephant in the room. People just don't want to just be uh, the, to admit and say, 
I'm a bit lazy, you know. I don't really <laughs> want to go to work today. I don't want to wake up. Yeah, but you're right. You're sometimes right. Sometimes you have to wake up. So for me, I didn't like my job, but I knew bills had to get paid. Yes. So my thing was, I wouldn't leave this job until I'm sure I'll be okay. You know, Steve Harvey and people like that would say, "Just or Will Smith, jump. just jump. Yeah. Just jump. <laughs> your, your wings will come, yeah. bro. bro. When the wings doesn't come and then your bills are due, you're screwed. And, you're, and you're at the bottom of the cliff with a, a broken back. <laughs> listen, listen. That, do, you, do you know when millionaires talk and you're like, Okay. Yeah, okay. it worked for you because you had a trust fund somewhere. <laughs> and it worked for some people because it, they knew they had the wings already. And that sounds weird, but some people, if you're not sure, mm -hmm. because remember, imagine I took this leap when I was doing stuff before. Mm -hmm. I had the wings now, but before they were developing. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. you can't jump if your wings are not developed yet. And, and if there's no um, pause, shame pause, in pause, hold on. Say that again. You can't jump if your wings are developing. I like yeah, that. I made that up on the spot, you know. Now, that's what I'm like. Hold on. Go back to that. That is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you can't jump if your wings are developing. That is yeah. a gem in itself. Continue. Sorry. Yeah. So for me, it's like until I was sure that. And the thing is, what people need to realize is. Yes, there are times you need to take a leap of faith and trust in yourself, but you have to be honest with yourself also. So you can't jump and not be honest because some people don't, yeah. don't have an honest conversation with themselves and say to themselves, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this going to be something that's going to be beneficial and actually going to work? They just yeah. think, you know what, let me just take the leap and then let me just do this. But you haven't done your due diligence. You don't know if it's going to work or not. You haven't even worked hard enough on this exactly, new venture exactly. do you know what i mean if that yeah. makes sense so yeah, yeah. whereas i had put in like hours 10 plus years of work behind the scenes mm -hmm. so really and truly my wings were always there but i just wasn't using it yes but then when yes. i knew how to use it then i jumped that's good that's i'm glad that you brought up the work in the 10 plus years of experience because we always hear the story and kevin hart has the story where he says you saw me when all the movies were coming out. It was one year when Kevin Hart was everywhere, right? Yeah, and I yeah. remember him doing an interview and he said, um, this is, I've been working for 10 years. The door has been shut in my face so many times. So my overnight success that people see and think has been 10 years in the making. So you mentioning that you've been working 10 years and developing your wings. So when you went out to fly, then it was a little bit easier. It wasn't super easy because there's heartaches and I'm sure challenges and stuff, but it was somewhat easier. Is that fair to say? Yeah, 100%. And I feel like what's happening now with society is someone will see me now, for example, and see the podcast success mm -hmm. and be like, I want to do that. And that's great because you're encouraging other people, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the time people don't want to put in the same work or they don't see the work you're putting they don't see the success yes so in their mind they're thinking my podcast has got a pop within four or five episodes if not i'm and not doing done. it anymore yeah you know what i'm saying but that's yeah. not how you're supposed to look at it you're supposed to be you're supposed to enjoy it first and then don't look at the numbers but the thing is you can't judge off that's like musicians judging themselves off of like beyonce or jay-z yeah. you're never going to be a musician then because, because then you have to start somewhere yeah, you got to start somewhere, do you know what I'm saying? So, and Jay-Z was somewhere once upon a time. So yeah. Beyonce once upon a time. Yeah. So if Beyonce looked at someone saying, I can't be like that, you, you, your process, it takes time. And sometimes you learn your lane, you fall into stuff. Someone will like maybe retire, which allows you to take that space. Exactly. There's so many variables in the world that 
people don't really understand. Even a pandemic, the act of God like this, I'm sure some people have made businesses that they would have never making, thought of. They would have never thought about because it's this stage that made them the door open for their their blessing and favor. If that makes sense, yeah. Whereas a year ago, it didn't make sense. So no, yeah. that's that's a that's key. That's key, and it's kind of knowing the moment too. I you said you said something about when the with the podcast when it originally dropped. You guys were using hashtags, and that was the thing that was blowing up. Um, social media now, social media marketing is so huge compared to traditional marketing. Um, yeah. How do you, um, just in your personal, not even like for the podcast, but in your personal, how do you use social media marketing to market yourself, which then kind of markets the podcast and every other venture that you have? Yeah. The thing is, that's, that's, that's so hard when you market yourself because people don't realize, people see you on the gram and they'll just think, oh, you're on the gram again. But they don't realize it. it's like um, a domino effect. So for example, if you come on my page and you find something funny, or I engage with you in my stories, mm -hmm. then you're more likely to see the pod or hear about the pod. Mm -hmm. You're more likely to hear about my events. And it just goes on like that. But people don't realize that it, it works like that. It's literally, the more you're invested in someone, the more you listen to what they're doing. The more yeah. you try and find out about them as a person, you see like what they do. Do you know what I mean? If that makes yeah, sense. That so makes you sense. have to always keep active because if I don't post, after two or three days, for example, you look at someone else who posts mm -hmm. and you can lose that engagement, if that makes sense. Yeah. So people forget about you very quickly. Yeah. So you have to kind of keep people engaged. Whereas even if you don't post something every now and I mean, often when you do, they're like, oh, Marvin posted. He's, he's funny. Let me see what he's posted or yeah, yeah. whatever he talks about. It makes sense. Let me see what, do you know what I'm saying? Because even yeah. Kevin Samuels, for example, anything he posts now, people will give it at least 10, 15 seconds of their time. Yes whether it's inflammatory, whether they agree with it, disagree, whether they want to cuss him, whether they hate him, whether they like him. He's got to a stage now where whatever he posts or whatever he's involved in, people look and be like, oh, I hate him. Yeah, they oh, want to engage in somehow. He's engaged people, do you yeah. know what I'm saying? So you need to be able to engage your audience somehow so that whatever you bring out, whether it's a, a rave, um, a podcast, uh, whatever it is, they engage. Even like your captions on your Instagram, people don't realise that's why whenever I put a picture up, I always put like a, a mad caption because you were, people you engage are the caption king. So besides like Fabulous, the rapper, <laughs> um, you were in, I think maybe it was probably four years ago when I started following you. I'm not sure. Um, and what caught me was the caption. I don't know. You showed up on my timeline somehow. And then the caption, I was like, what? The caption was so funny. And then the hashtags. And I was just like, no, 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 no. I have to follow this person. Like, this is too much. So yeah. yeah. So to your point, the caption. I've changed since then. I remember it to be um, as these hashtags all the time. Mm -hmm. But in Instagram before, you couldn't edit your captions. Remember that? Oh yes, yes, yes. You couldn't go back and edit. Now, if can. I made it, so if I made a mistake on one of my hashtags, I've got a bit of OCD. So there was times that I'd make a mistake on the hashtag, and then there'll be like it'll be blue, mm -hmm. then there'll be one letter that's black, oh, and I'll, so I used to hate it. <laughs> so it got to a point where I was like, Nah, do you know what? My OCD is, I can't do this no more. So I stopped doing the hashtags, mm -hmm. but. And then I started to kind of change my page and try and be a bit more like not fashion based, but show people how I can dress. Mm -hmm. So that if brands looked at my page, it looked a bit better. But then I've kind of, I've kind of a bit of both now that like I see the benefit of doing both. That's interesting to me because you mentioned, and I wasn't going to get into personal branding, but since you kind of brought that up, uh, 
how you kind of switched your page because there has been it's not a huge shift because you're still you you're still very personable mm-hmm. you still engage on social media but you mentioned now that you guys are with all the stuff that you're doing you're at mm-hmm. a different level now right so you're saying that if brands looked at your page how important is personal branding to you personally um i mean it's important to me because your brand is you. So sometimes people have to look at your, not even sometimes, you've got to look at your Instagram page like this. If somebody new comes on your page, what would they think? Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time when people do their Instagram pages, they do it as my friends know me or people know me. So they know they know what I'm like, but you can't look at it like that because the people that know you know you, forget that. Mm-hmm. You've got to look at it, it's kind of like, if you, walk into, if you go to a job interview, how do you go to that job interview? You present your best self. Yeah, yeah, because that's the that's the person meeting you for the first time. So with your yeah. Instagram page, you've got to kind of look at your page like that, as in like, if someone if someone scrolled on my page and looked at my five my my top five posters in the first five posts they see, mm-hmm. what would they think? And that's how you're going to be addressed, as in like, if they if it's funny, they're going to stay. If yeah, they yeah. if you dress a particular way, they're going to look at you like that's how you dress. If that makes sense. Yeah. So for me, the way I try and brand my page, the times I look at it and I'm like. No, I'm not happy with this. So I'll just, I'll, I might hide some certain things mm. or move the grid around if that makes sense. Yes, 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 yes. look a particular way. Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. I hate when I go on people's social media and they're posting like mad random stuff like, oh, the news that came out yesterday. But then they, it's like, you're not giving me any consistency here. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, even yeah. just like as a person, like, give me consistency. Show me your kids or your husband or something, not just a bunch of news articles. So that's super important. Um, I do want to switch gears a little bit because we know that you do events as well. Um, one of yeah. the events that I'm very aware of is Lux Sundays. How did that come about? So Lux Sundays came about because um, a few of my friends, so, so it's, it's basically... Um, there's a meme page called Hackney's Finest, mm-hmm. um, Chizo Lifts on Instagram, and Mr. Exposed, who I did the podcast with. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to they, they wanted to do another event, but I weren't involved originally. Um, yeah. And I think they got me involved later. And it was basically the concept was in London. Nothing really used to happen on a Sunday in London. There was like a few one-off events, but um, a, and Taser had an event called Faded, mm-hmm. the old school Sundays on a Sunday. Okay. So him and Matthew used to do an event on Sundays, every Sunday. And that was popping. So um, the guys were like, we should do a, an event. That was on East. That was in the East side. That was okay. like Shoreditch, around those areas. Mm-hmm. So they were like, let's do um, Luck Sundays, but let's do it on the south side of the water in Oakett Road, which is like near Peckham. You heard of okay. Peckham, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know Peckham. So we started it as a weekly event. Um, and it started off a bit slow, and then it just built from there. And everyone knew that Luck Sundays was like the Sunday spot to go to. Um, and I think it, we started in October 2017 and it was going every week until the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. So that was like, what, four, three, four years every Sunday? That was tiring though. Because it's that, the pod, and I'm sure probably some of that, were you still probably still nine to five or? No, no, I finished my nine to five by okay. then. Okay. Actually, no, no, sorry, at the beginning it was still a nine to five, mm-hmm. but think about going to an event every sunday exhausting <laughs> every sunday exhausting. Like, do you know and then recording a pod every monday and then going you know to I'm work saying? yeah oh so. your commitment level i can't say you're lazy i absolutely cannot say you're lazy because your commitment to these things is crazy how has the pandemic affected your um because it's affected 
restaurants, all of that yeah. stuff. How did it yeah. affect um, the your events stuff? Yeah, it affected like the amount of money we lost. Is just when we were talking about it the other day, it was crazy because you realized, like, wow, like that's all I can say. It's because remember, everything stopped. Yes, everything. And we and we didn't see it coming because if we had saw it, seen it coming, sorry, there might have been steps you you took to maybe say, yo, like double up on the events, for example, or do some more things. But it was just remember we didn't really take it seriously at first. Everyone was like, pandemic, COVID. yeah, uh, was like, oh, okay, we'll we'll be home for a couple of days and then we'll yeah. be back. Yeah, you're like black, black people don't get COVID. <laughs> yeah, people, you know, what I mean, people just tell so many things. People, black people don't get COVID. Yeah, yeah we'll be out of it in a week. Ah, uh, it's a nice break. We're off work and getting paid. Like a lot of people are looking at it like that. Yeah, until like three months pass, and then we was just like, okay, wait. So this is a thing, thing. And now a year, a year and a half into it, you can't fly nowhere. Like you can't travel. Like places are closed, gyms are closed. You're just at home, like watching Netflix. Totally it's like Groundhog Day. Every day is Groundhog Day. It's like it feels like the, the exact same day over and over. But but back to what we were saying, yeah, we we lost so much money. Um, and also when we came back, we started to do events again. Then we got shut down again. So it's the consistency as well that you're not allowing. They're not allowing us to build up our momentum. And then also what's happening now is a lot of people now are going to be doing events so as soon as outside opens. Absolutely. It's just going to be a madness of just events hanging from the ceiling. Like events going to be everywhere. So that's another thing as well. It's going to be like competition has started again. It's like a, it's like a new rat race. But with um, with competition and because I know a lot of new people are going to try to get into the space because you're going to try to make a quick bag or whatever that yeah. is. Um, because you guys have a branding and a situation already set up, do you think that it makes it a little bit easier or do you have to go 10 times as hard to be like, okay, no, we have to remind people why we were one of the best um, events on Sundays? Um, it's a bit of both, to be honest. But the only problem is sometimes in life, you can't be too arrogant and you can't believe that your brand is like above everyone else because we were once upon a time a brand that no one knew about yeah. and we took it there. Do you know what I mean? If that makes sense on a Sunday. So anyone is capable of taking the spot. Do you know what I'm saying? Even yeah. in basketball, it was Golden State once upon a time. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it was Miami once upon a time. Mm-hmm. Then it was Golden State once upon a time. Then it's the Lakers. Like, yeah. who is it this year? Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it, it it goes in roundabouts. So for me, it's a case of, luckily for us, a lot of the anticipation is there already. When we drop tickets, people are like, oh, you're dropping tickets mm-hmm. for like Sundays. So that helps, but then we still have to make sure that the events that we do hold are are good, as in people are enjoying themselves. Um, we kind of reinvent ourselves, we adapt. Mm. So like I'm always looking at stuff like games. We have like little games in our events. Yes. So I always try and change them up. Um, I try and be at the events and be social. Yeah. Walking around, talking to people, um, making sure they're okay. Like very personable, mm-hmm. if that's a real word. Um, <laughs> that isn't it. I think it is. Personable oh. is a, yeah, personable is a real word, yes. Yeah? Okay. Yep. I, was just te- I was just testing you still, making oh, sure you... <laughs> It is no, a real word. Okay, cool. Um, for, you speak about, you know, being, like, active and all that stuff and not being arrogant because I think a lot of brands and business, and with this podcast, it's really about, like, business, branding, and, you know, yeah. just that arena. 
So when you speak to not being arrogant in something and starting a brand or doing whatever you're doing, a lot of businesses get complacent. So they don't want to, you say, um, adapt and kind of freshen up the your events. A lot of people yeah. get complacent and like, oh, I'm good at this and that's just what I'm going to. I'm going to continue to do this for the next 20 years and not change yeah. or adapt. What would you say to someone who... Um, who isn't fond of refreshing their brand or thinking outside the box to do something new and being up to the times? Like, what would you say to a person like that? I mean, to be fair, the proof in the pudding is that if you look around you, if you look at Apple and Nokia, for example, Nokia at one point in time dominated the phone market. Mm -hmm. But then they didn't really, but in their minds, they, were, they saw Apple coming and they didn't rate Apple. Mm -hmm. They were like, mm, sure. we're Nokia, we don't care about Apple. And look at the difference now. It's it's, I've never. I can't tell you the last time I seen a Nokia. Well, I don't even think the business even exists. But but Nokia Nokia is still there. But it's kind of like even BlackBerry. There was a point in time when BlackBerry and Nokia dominated the market. Mm -hmm. iPhone was nowhere in the picture. And now when you look at it, do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. my thing is, you, you see examples, and the only way that you can dominate without changing is like Coca Cola. You just buy everyone. Yes. Yes. Then Coke ain't got to change nothing because they own the market. Yeah. And if something else does sell more than Coke, they don't mind because they still own it. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? I so never you got thought of that. That's a good point. Yeah, so you got to look at stuff like if you're not going to own it, then you need to stay ahead of the competition. And how you do that is that you got to look at people and be like, I go to events all the time. So I'll go to another event and be like, that's dope. Mm -hmm. I'm taking that for my event. I've got no shame in saying that. And it's not like <laughs> I'm stealing, but. It's kind of like I'm looking inspired. at it like, yeah. Yeah, that's dope. I'm not, and I'll still go to the event, pay money or whatever, but I look at stuff and try and take it away. So I always try and kind of think to myself, you know what, this will be dope in this. Even when I go to venues and I look at new um, event spaces, mm -hmm. that's why it's, it's better to actually go to a venue and look, and then you can kind of look and be like, all right, birthdays can go over here. Mm -hmm. The photo booth can be here. You can of strategize. It can be here. Like You've got, like you got a hand that... Well, that's how I do stuff, like imagine it in my head mm -hmm. so that it's very easy to implement. So, yeah, that, that, that's what I'll say to anyone. That if, like, don't be arrogant enough to think that you shouldn't adapt because even a little thing, like even just you having someone on the, like giving sweets out at the door. Yeah, yeah. It's just something saying? new like, and fresh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, 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 it's something that you would think, oh, I don't care about it. But if you're walking into a venue and they give you, like, a lollipop or a sweet, it just subconsciously in your head, you're like, you're already coming in on a, on a happy vibe. Like, oh, that's mm -hmm. nice. Oh. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, you're not seeing that. Like, little things like that. Even um, just walking around, asking people, are you okay? Um, yeah. Telling people, do you know what I'm saying? Photo booths. Like, mm -hmm. people just want to have fun and they want to take away something from your night, some kind of experience. So the more experiences you add to that event, mm -hmm. the more likely people are going to come back, tell their friends, or even just enjoy your event. That's... I really like that because you're speaking to it in an event standpoint, right? Which is your world. But when you're saying that, I'm thinking for, because a lot of marketing that I do is e-commerce and online. So yeah. it's the same thing if it's someone comes on your website and you're offering them like a free offer or you get free shipping. Or if you say, hey, purchase this shirt and you get this hat for free, it's, they yeah. remember something about your brand and it's setting yeah. aside. So um, that's super, super interesting. I do want to switch gears, right? So we speak about how funny you are. Um, you have this meme page that it's, you asked for it. Wh how did this page even come about? Like, what is the inspiration behind the page? What is, because it has, it's super funny. 
Um, and it has a significant following behind it now um, because, you know, you build it up. But what was the inspiration behind that page? So basically the inspiration was, remember I was telling you, like, if you look at my page, if you scroll down to my page to the bottom, my page was like basically a meme page at one point in time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when I was working full time, I didn't really have time to take pictures. I used to take pictures in suits and I don't know if you remember that, but I used yeah. to wear suits a lot. Yeah. So when I used to work in like Canary Wolf, Liverpool Street, those kind of financial districts, mm -hmm. um, for some of your audience who might not know. So I used to take pictures of in suits it's and whatever. Like if but we're thinking about it, guys, it's like the Wall Street of London. Yeah, of basically, yeah, like a Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I used to post memes all the time, like as in like anything I found funny, I'd post them, and then obviously, as you said, I'd use the hash loads of different hashtags. Or I'd make, I'd write like a long caption, and then people used to love that. Yeah. So that was me for a point in time, where it was like that's the door that I opened, or the door I was knocking on was the funny kind of meme caption guy. Yeah. Because at that point in time, I was too busy to do anything else. But then when I got to a stage where I started to be more visual, being on the camera, the pod, and whatever, I kind of realized that if a brand looks on my page, they're just going to be seeing memes and stuff. It doesn't yeah. really make sense because. Although it's me posting the memes, they don't know who it's that not is. me, if that makes sense. Yeah. There's, there's not a face behind this page, but my name's on the page. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Marvin yeah. Abbey's on the page, but you're seeing loads of memes. And, and so you can't really tell the person that you can't tell who this person is, what the personality yeah, yeah, you is. Yeah, you can't get my personality. And also, yeah. I might be someone who posts that, but then when you meet me, I might be a guy that's just quiet in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like, you're just not like, the same person yeah, that's on like, social media. You, you, you're not what I thought you was, kind of thing. So <laughs> there was that. So what happened was there was a point in time when I was just looking for my page and I just started posting loads of memes on my story. Mm -hmm. Like all my old memes. Like, as in, like, you know that like when you go down and you just repost yeah. them on your story? Mm -hmm. So everyone was cracking up and everyone's like, ah, oh, why don't you do this no more? Like, you should still do it. But in my head, I'm like, I can't because it will no, mess with brand. the feng shui of my page. It doesn't make sense. So I'm like, do you know what? Because you use not ask for it, that's why I said you, that's why I called it, you asked for it. For it yeah. <laughs> so then now what I do is I kind of, anything I find funny, I post on there or any interviews that I see that are interesting, um, I just post on there. So it's kind of like my, what's the word I'm looking for? It's kind of like my funny outlet a little okay. bit. And then what I do now is I just repost that onto my story. Personal story. So technically okay. it's me posting stuff but from the other page, if yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, you kind of yeah, just put your funny in a bottle and put it somewhere else. It's like, all right, yeah, if you want yeah, the yeah. funny me here, you go to that page. But the me who is like the brand and all of that stuff is the Marvin Abbey mm -hmm. page. I do but like I'm still funny on my pages and I still make funny videos. But remember, as I said, it's my face mm -hmm. and it's me. So then that's me, whereas it's not like a meme. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So that's, that's the only sense. difference. Perfect. Now, um, I do want to kind of wind down a little bit. Um, transitioning is hard in any sector, in anything that you're doing. Um, how hard is it? Well, not even how hard is it? When do you know when to transition, right? Because you've said it earlier in the conversation that you were knocking on several different doors um, and something has to open up. But when do you know when is the right time to transition into something else? I feel like, I feel like only you as a person will know that in terms of, but you need to be honest with yourself. A lot of people are not honest with themselves. Mm. And my thing is, most people you speak to that are doing their thing in the scene were working, still doing two jobs or yeah. three jobs, whatever. But you would have never known because you didn't know where they worked or they just didn't complain or they didn't tell you about it. 
but all you see is the win at the end. So you're thinking to yourself, I want that win. Yeah. I don't want to work. But you don't realise that most of us who have been doing this either have been working on the side mm-hmm. or were nearly broke, but you didn't see it because we were, this is all we were doing. You won't, do you know what I'm saying? People, because remember, a lot of people ain't going to be like, yo, I'm not telling I'm you the funny, bad part. Yeah. But I'm broke, by the way, just so everyone knows. Like, no one's saying that. Yeah. So, a lot of the time, people think that there's there's a disconnect with success and the struggle that goes with it. People hear about the, the struggle, but, but never they don't experience, they want to experience yeah, it. They don't experience it and they don't want to experience yeah, it. Yep, yep. But they want the rewards at the end. So, it's kind of like, for me, it's like there's no right or there's no right or wrong time to transition, if that makes sense, but because only you would know. But what I will say is you can do both. There's no problem in working and, and working towards your dream as well mm-hmm. because you're getting double money. That's one thing. And also what that does is that, that, that doesn't put pressure on your dream as much. Because remember, if you don't do nothing else, your dream has to work. Yeah. Your, the pressure is on, as in like, if it doesn't work, it's kind of like you, you've been in the sea. If you don't swim somewhere, you're going to drown you're eventually. Drown. So right? you figure out how to get to shore. Yeah, that's a good point. But then if you're in, a, if you're in like a rubber dinghy and you're in the sea, you're floating, you're okay. <laughs> but now you can be like, I want to paddle to here. Uh, like you can, you've got more cho- choice and more, um, yeah, more choice about your destiny, if that makes sense. Yeah. If you're swimming, you haven't. So I thought people need to look at it like that, as in like, do you want to be in a rubber dinghy and kind of, it might be a long journey, mm-hmm. but you're going to get there. Or do you want to jump in and swim without seeing the island or straw? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's good. That's really good. Let me ask you, what inspires you? Um, Don't say money. Fine. Don't say money. <laughs> I, I can't lie. It, it kind of is, you know, like that's my main thing is I'm not going broke. As in, yeah. like, I, I like to be able to call stuff on my time. So if I want to lie in today, I'm going to lie in. Mm-hmm. If I want to wake up at six in the morning, I can wake up at six in the morning, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I like the control of the financial freedom and the control that I can kind of do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. If I want to go on holiday next week, I can, yeah. if that makes sense. I'm not the richest man in the world, um, but if my dad needs something, be I can be like, all right, cool. Do you know what I'm saying? So I feel like for me, maybe my motivation more is around being able to provide for myself those around me and being okay okay and just like the freedom of it all financial physical yeah, all yeah, of the, yeah, freedom the freedom that comes with yeah. it yeah and also the peace of mind as well you can't really put a price on peace of mind Facts. And i'm not saying that i haven't got stresses yes i've 100 percent there's stress but the financial stress is the stress that can break the camel's back Listen. Yeah, that's true <laughs> you know what i'm saying that that's true that can really like if you're if you're if every if you're suffering everywhere else and you're suffering there too Oh, it's if over. Like, it's suicide. It's just like, oh my God, I can't do this. Whereas if, at least if you tick that box, it can kind of help a bit. But, but remember, everyone's different. Some people, money is not important to them. So mm-hmm. it's not a one size fits all. But for, to me, it kind of is. Right. I'll take that. I'll take that. Um, if you could give one piece of advice for someone that's listening, for whatever it is that they're in, whether it's um, any sector, I'm not even going to generalize the sector, if you can give, or a piece of advice that you would have wished you received maybe 10 years ago, what would that be? That's a hard one, you know. Um, because I, if you tell me to give advice to someone, I'll just, be, I'll just say to them, whatever you do, just be consistent. Like consistency is key. I know people say it all the time, 
but consistency is key. And also don't be afraid to try new things. Like don't be boxed down and be like, you know what, I've started doing this. Let me just do that. All right, do that. But then don't be afraid to say, do you know what? I think I'm good at this. Just try a few things, but just channel your energy in the right way. But a piece of advice to give myself 10 years ago, it would have been um, invest in Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been a good one. Uh, because I would have put everything I had in that. You would have been floating right now. And been gone right now. I would have right? bought, I would have been speaking to you from a yacht right now. Right? You're absolutely right. Um, that's perfect. So tell us, um, well, tell the people how they can get in contact with you or follow um, you on your socials or any of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, my socials. So Instagram is Marvin Abbey. Uh, Twitter is Marv Abbey. Um, Snapchat, Marv underscore Abbey. Um, and that's it in my email Marvin iCloud.com but yeah I'm, I'm just about me it just it, it just depends on it but yeah. my listen my inbox Isn't on crazy. Instagram <laughs> I don't think people understand and that's another thing as well people need to realize that when you're speaking to certain people like you need to not judge people from how you see your inbox mm -hmm. a lot of people maybe they might have like 100 followers not in a room I'm not being um, anything. Anything like that. But some people might have 300 followers, whatever. So your inbox, you can literally scroll your inbox and see everyone. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. whereas my inbox, I follow maybe about 5,000 people. But if I post a story it's and it's something funny, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> like, so if it's like, you message me today and I come out of it. When I look back tomorrow, I've got to be scrolling for ages yeah. Yeah. to see your message yeah. again. So it's kind of like, if anyone does message me, please just just give me time in it because I might not see it for a right while. Away, and it might go right, to the other right. part. What's the other part when it says 99, when it's got like- Oh, requests. Request. Like the bunch of requests, yep, yep, yep. But the thing is, and I must and I must say this about you, you are super engaging on social media, right? So um, in your stories, you're engaging, in your comments, you're engaging. So that's one thing I would applaud you on as well is how you kind of interact with your audience, whether you know them or not, you, you kind of have that personal relationship and obviously, you know, banter back and forth. So I, I do enjoy that about your social media because even the comment section alone in some of your photos is just super ridiculous. Yeah, people people, yeah and they, people feel like they know you because again, it's a podcast, it's your own social. So they have this connection where they just speak to you regularly and you kind of just return it. So that, yeah, that's, that's amazing. Even lives as well when i do the lives people a lot of the time people come on the lives obviously for the conversation on the lives but most people are enjoying the comment section they're just yeah. having fun in the comment section you just hear you just see people just having a field day you're like sometimes i look and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> now you got to bring those back the lives are amazing again marvin thank you so much for being here on this episode guys um go ahead and subscribe to the channel like this video if there was anything about this video that you enjoy go ahead and leave a comment ask us questions um, you can follow Muse at Muse underscore marketing on IG and you have all of Marvin's social handles. Um, thank you again for tuning in and see you guys on the next episode.